0: Well hi everybody, I'm Bill Bateman, one of the team here at Refuse to be a Victim Personal Protection Training and it's time for another edition of Survival Beyond the Bug Out Bag. Oh great googly moogly what a strange two weeks it has been. Wow! Lots to talk about this week, I'm gonna try and do it in some sort of order, but I can almost promise you there'll be a brain fart so I'll be jumping around from one area to another. I think the big news is that a lot of us are seeing a strong economic downturn. I have a number of different jobs and things that I do to earn money. Let's say for example I have four of them, three I can't do at all, and one I have to do online. Before I go too far, I want to send a shout out to the medical team, those people on the front lines, the doctors, the nurses, the techs, everybody involved in this, and they deserve my support, your support, everyone's support. It is a tremendously stressful job, and I for one want to acknowledge it, and I want to say thank you. Our world has shifted. A lot of psychological changes I've noticed personally. A lot of psychological changes people have mentioned. There are some relationship issues and some family stress things that is going to happen when you're quarantined. That's going to be happen when your income is affected. I mean, this is the type of situation that is actually life-changing. I find that everything is moved online. You're doing Skype, you're doing Zoom, you're doing Google Meet, and in some cases the connections have gone from really, really pretty good to sounding like Max Headroom. Now, if you don't remember that pop onto YouTube. It was an old series on television. Matt Frewer was the character and this guy gets killed and through some electronic (laughs) this electronic malfeasance ends up twenty minutes into the future and it one of the signature things was the stuttering and the dropping of signals that would happen to him because he's, you know, transmitting back into the past. So I find my work day now dealing with people who sound like a 70s character. It's, it's really, really strange. The work is getting done. I'm fortunate that my job at the university was not totally wiped out. Uh, we are working very hard to, to reach our students. Let's move on to the big question in a lot of people's mind, supplies. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of fear. I personally witnessed a rather ugly confrontation at one of the local grocery stores over, yes, you guessed it, toilet paper. They had put a one package per person limit, and this person had filled up the shopping cart. Let's just say it went downhill from there. People, people, people. These are your friends, these are your neighbors, the cashier it turns out actually knew the customer, yet they were ripping them up like they were a member of the Taliban. And stop it. When this is over, we're gonna have to all live together. And the bridges you burn today are the ones you're going to have trouble rebuilding tomorrow. Perfect example for me, my neighbors in where I live. I they know I'm that prep guy, the guy always was talking about preparedness. And I was walking out of the house with my mask yesterday. Uh, by the way, here's one of those brain farts. I just read on MSNBC that it is now recommended we all wear a face mask when we go outside, making them even a little more important and a little harder to get. They asked me if uh, I had a mask and I pointed to my face. I said, yes. They said, when did you get that? And I said, A couple months ago when this all started. And they were actually kind of a little miffed at me that I had something they didn't have. And one of them said, I suppose you actually have some gloves too? And I said, yes, I bought two packages because I knew we were going to need them. And if you remember, We talked about this, so how do you reach people? How do I reach folks? I'm talking to the choir here, but you, when you want to share with your friends, it might be a good idea to pick up some extra canned goods. It might be a good idea to do this, that, or the other. And people, they don't laugh at you so much, but they just discount you. This is where being prepared is a double-edged sword. It's really, really difficult to be the guy who's got the mask, and I want to thank both Phil and Sandra for helping me get to where I am and getting the good quality products when they were still available, and I know I've talked about it on podcasts for over a year, but there's still going to be that anger, and that anger is inspired by fear. Naturally, if there's something coming for you, you can't see, touch, smell, or taste, that's got to be scary. A little microscopic weasel's Uh, invading, and not having the right equipment? That can lead people to say, I actually have heard an individual say, well nuts to this, I'm just not going to wear anything. No. Bad idea. Even a basic surgical mask is a good start. Even a bandana, even a bandana with several layers of filtering in it that you can belt yourself. It's really not that hard. Stop letting fear control you. I admit, I'm older. (laughs) Huh! They're saying, yeah, you older folks are really in the crosshairs. Terrific! I was worried, and then I realized, I can't control this. I can wash my hands till the skin falls off, and looking at them, we're about to that point now. But vitamin pills, washing your hands, doing all of those type of things, yes, they are good precautions. Yes, I wear a mask when I go outside. I don't go out except when I have to, like for food or to refill a prescription, that type of thing. I can't control if I'm going to get the virus. I'm going to do the very best to ensure that I don't. I'm not going to take unnecessary risks. I'm not going to let anger or fear rule my actions because you and I the people that are listening to this I think we're all on the same page that we're prepared that we are working to prepare to be self-sufficient and to be able to control as much as what's coming as we can and the things we can't we're ready to be adaptable to now looking at again the supply question we talked about this earlier how much should you buy how long will stuff go on that's a tough one because I was prepared for a month food wise with a little extra I was prepared for a month water wise I had my medical supplies but now this is looking like this is going to go on several months and this is why I was mentioning earlier, don't go in and scream at the cashier at the supermarket. You're going to need that person. Burn every bridge you can with threats and demands, because if this goes on another three months, you're going to need that person to work with you. When I bought my stuff, I planned accordingly. I got several face masks, both the cloth type, or paper type, if you will, of P100, not the N95, I want to step up, And I was able, again, thanking Phil and Sandra, to get some really good industrial-grade respirators, which filter out just about everything. I call them, and it's probably incorrect, Chernobyl quality. Uh, They aren't, obviously, but that's what it looks like. Uh, They really liked it when I went into the bank wearing that thing. Scared the crap out of everybody. Preparing is sitting down, and I talked with my friends, I talked with my family, I talked with people about the things I thought we would need, and that's how you become someone who is good at prepping. Don't follow the latest information. I remember quite distinctly when people were talking about face masks, and it was, yes, get one, no, it won't help, yes, get one, no, it won't help, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Good heavens, stop it. Getting good information is always hard to do. Again, I'm not given medical advice. We don't do that here. But I look at respectable people. Sure, the conspiracy theories are a great good time, but they don't help and they in some cases are actually going to hurt you. Deep breath. Don't let fear and anger drive you. You're smarter than that. We are smarter than that. There's a lot of pluses out there. I remember going to Mountain House. I have listed them on my website here as a very good vendor. I like their products. I purchased their products and when the excrement hit the air conditioning I did in fact go out, tried to go to their website and buy some more dehydrated food. It was out. They said it was going to be three months minimum before they got things restocked and they were sorry they were working as fast as they can. A few weeks later they're back in business. They don't have everything, but they're now filling orders. I'm going to give you another example, Fort Scott Munitions, where you can buy ammunition online. I was looking to purchase some additional 9mm ammunition and <laughs> good luck locally with that. Uh, you can get a box of 20 if you're lucky. I went online and they again had a big banner. I'm sorry, we're looking at at least a uh, 2 3 weeks back ordering there's understandable disruption in our shipping etc etc right up front they told me there was going to be a problem i placed my order and okay that's what we're that's what it is that's what we can do 4 days later i got a notice they were shipping and 3 days after that my order arrived correct intact and as promised there's a lot of vendors working very, very hard, and that's the thing I want all of us to take a deep breath and remember. Not only are the medical people our, our heroes in this, but even going out, I picked up a pizza. You can no longer go in and sit down and have a pizza, drink a beer, that type of thing, but you can walk in, pick it up, and take it out. They had gone to all kinds of extremes. I and mean, I'm going to give a shout-out to the Grotto Pizza in talent, because they, first of all, they got great pizza, and second of all, they had it together. You walked in, there was one of those little barriers, gave them your name, they were able to maintain that social distancing, bring out the pizza, they're not accepting cash. Cash is handled, money is incredibly dirty. It's touched by you. It's touched by me. It's out in the air. It's exposed. It's stuck in your pockets. It doesn't get a lot of sunlight. So they weren't taking cash. You had to do credit cards only. Businesses are finding ways around this. I've mentioned several times that I do magic. Well, table-to-table magic ain't going to happen because nobody's at the table and it would be really stupid walking up to a bunch of strangers. However, in the magic community, a lot of people are doing stuff online going back to the Zoom, the Skype, the Google meeting. And this, I think, is a key takeaway from this business that we're involved in. There is a lot of innovation, there is a lot of changing happening right now. While you're listening to this, a business plan is being changed, or a business model is being changed. I am, quite frankly, stunned that I'm able to do from home what I do when I'm at the university, to about 90% effectiveness. There's some things I can't do. Some of the hand-holding or discussion loses something over Skype or Zoom or whatever, partially because the signal isn't as good, partially because you don't have that personal contact. Seeing a doctor on Teladoc, seeing your therapist on Teladoc, that is not going to have the same effect. However... Business models are changing. I'm seeing a lot of stuff. Scroll through Instagram and look at the changes in a lot of businesses. Right here in the Ashland-Medford area. There's a lot going on. People are making some changes. In this time alone, people are able to sit and think and go, Wow, hey, wait a minute. I predict we're going to see a lot of changes in how business is conducted after this whole virus thing goes away. We're looking at new ways It doesn't have to be done this way. I can't do it the way I used to because I can't go out. How can I continue to do it? And it's people like you and people like me. I've talked to some of my friends who are involved in this and they're saying, you know, it's about time I plant my garden. And hey, spring is a great time to get a garden going and get a few extra things you can actually can. Remember canning? I grew up in everybody canned. They, the expression back in the Midwest was they were going to put by. They are get those cherries or those green beans or whatever it is. If you're going to do this, uh, do a little research and do it safely so you're sure everything is sanitary. Another thing I want to talk about is price gouging. Not all increased prices are price gouging. I'll give you two examples. I order a special type of vitamin pill, and I order it off Amazon. And normally this product was, let's say for the sake of discussion, $16 a box. Great. Wasn't long ago it went up to $19 a box, and I thought, okay, yeah, costs go up. I've been ordering at the same rate. I went on this week, two days ago, to order. It was $41 a box. And you had to pay extra for shipping. That, to me, is price gouging. There has been no changes. There has been no extra work done. There has been no additional effort expended to get that product. They just looked at it and went, let's double it. Okay. Going to different restaurants and vendors, they will deliver your food for you. And they have worked with the OLC to make sure that they're properly delivering alcoholic beverages uh, in compliance with the law, and a bottle of, let's say, beer, which you'd normally buy for $6 at the store, is going to cost you 10 That's not price gouging that's a case of I'm providing you an extra service I have to get the beer I have to deal with the OLC to make sure I'm in compliance I have to increase my delivery staff I have to make sure the stuff is cold it doesn't get broken in other words you are expending extra effort to provide this service to your customer and the cost of four dollars on a bottle of beer. It may not be what you want to pay, but it sure beats having to go out and get it yourself, and you do still have that option to go out and get it yourself. So when you start using the term price gouging, remember the vitamin pills, and let's go easy on some of our community members. And finally, as I always do every week, let's do as much as we can to support our community businesses during this time. I am trying to do a lot less online buying only because I'd like to support my local businesses whenever possible. Ammunition question. I have several places I go to. They were out. They were unable to help me. So then I turned to online. I took the time. I took the effort. We as a community, we in the Medford, Phoenix, Talent, Ashland area, we are a community and sure, we've got some great humongous differences going on right now, but I think a lot of this turmoil and crisis we're going through right now is going to help reduce that. It's either going to turn us into warring camps, and please God, I hope we don't go down that road, or we're going to start realizing, hey, we all can get sick. We all have these issues. We all have this need to work together, and yes, I understand. There's only so much stuff. And there's so many of us. This is going to be a test, folks. I know shooters. I've been around them my entire life. Shooters are good people. One final thing, uh, as far as getting more supplies, getting more stuff. I'm seeing a lot of sales from vendors. Uh, Nothing in my size. Apparently anything over a size 12 does not exist on this or any other planet. But, (laughs) it's just a little personal bitching there. Uh, The idea of I can't get it at my favorite vendor, whether it's a store physically here in the area or an online place that you usually buy. It's not really that hard to look around. Many second-tier companies have stepped up. Let's say you always go to company A here in Medford, they don't have it. You go to online location B, they don't have it. There's an awful lot, unless you're looking at a really highly specialized product. There's a lot of things out there for sale, and it doesn't have to be from Buffalo Bob's, Phil Dirt, and Croissants. There are a lot of places you can get supplies. Share this information with your friends. Share this information with your neighbors. And also, one final reminder, please be aware of scams. Scams and phishing. Phishing, not with an F, but with the PH. That's where they get your information and compromise your account. I've gotten five things in the last week at work. People needing my username and password to update my account during this time of the COVID virus because some of our staff were laid off. Hogwash. Don't even fall for it. Use extra vigilance on phishing and scams. Looking at new vendors, check out that vendor's reputation before you start sinking a lot of money into it. I've run out of stuff to talk about but I'm sure you haven't. You can always reach out send me an email at the address in the box where you found this program. As always we hope you will share this with your friends. You'll, I hope you'll be that good source of information at the next church meeting or the next community meeting or there in the office online when you're talking back and forth. Share some of those ideas. Be prepared Be supportive, and let's get through this all together. I know that you can't come out to the range right now. I know we can't do our classes right now, but that doesn't mean we're going to dry up and blow away. We're not tumbleweeds. We're going to be around, and I'd very much like to invite you as soon as possible to join us for a class We'll have that detail information up as soon as we're allowed. Do look at the classes and start thinking about, about what you might like to do. It could be a good time to grab a gift certificate or schedule a private training for down the road. All right. I'm out of breath. I'm out of stuff to talk about. Love to hear from you. Until then, be safe. Be good to yourself. And be good to each other. Bye-bye.